Socialites, and welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast, the podcast where we study being social by being social. Today's episode is brought to you by nasty parent emails. Do you know the mean ones? You know the ones where they write you back and you're just sitting there, you look at the screen and you're like, the audacity of these people. Doth you not know that I am dealing with your kid times 20? This is the least of my concerns, girl. Get gone with your bad attitude and check yourself before you wreck yourself. I had Instagram people, followers, all of you who might follow me on Instagram as well, send me the wildest parent emails that you've ever received. And wow, you did not disappoint. I am dumbfounded, flabbergasted, uh, um, thankful that these emails have never came to me. I thought my situations were bad. Ooh, honey, yours are worse. Anyway, we're going to get into that later on. Before I begin, I got a couple things to tell you. One, this week, it is Monday, which means tonight I'm in Columbus, Ohio at the Columbus Funny Bone. If you don't have your tickets yet, I, I don't know if there's tickets still available. The first show sold out. The second show, there could still be tickets available. Snag them up if you're listening. I'm in Ohio the rest of the week. Liberty, Toledo, all over the place. Get your tickets at mrdtimes3.com. We've also, you guys know I'm all over the country. Please check the website so you can come see a show this summer. Let's laugh together. It was a crazy year. We got to laugh it off. That's what's up. Um, but we did add more shows this week. We added Washington, D.C. is officially up and available for you. San Diego, San Jose, San Francisco, Irvine, California. Um, we added Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. There's a lot. A lot of sands, actually, I'm realizing. But literally, the whole U.S. So come, get a cocktail, enjoy some laughs, get another cocktail, and just love life. Love, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Come to a show. I want to see you there. Tickets at mrdtimes3.com. Snag them up before they're gone. And if you guys were listening last week, you know that I've been drinking Magic Mind. You know, I'm loving it. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that in the episode today, too. Thank you very much. Before we get into the nasty parent emails, too, I've been saving some stories from kindergarten for you guys. Oh yeah, they're still gonna be they're still gonna be flowing all summer long. This was sort of towards the middle of the school year. One of my students' parents was very, very, very pregnant. And at circle time, she said to the class, she goes, My mom is pregnant, so very soon the stork is gonna come and drop off her our baby. And another little girl looked at her, then looked at me and said, Mr. D, her mother is lying to her. That baby is coming out of her for China. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. And she goes, no, my baby, my baby is coming from the stork. She goes, babies do not come from a stork bird. Babies come from your for China. Tell her, Mr. D, tell her her mother is a liar. I didn't sign up for this. I didn't sign up for the stork verse for China argument. Okay. Also for China, F-U-R-C-H-I-N-A. What is that? 
It sounds like a labyrinth that would just confuse the hell out of me. Much like an actual vagina, because I don't know nothing about no vagina. That's for sure. But this little girl was very concerned. So I had to break up the argument and I just tried to, <laughs> I tried to separate and stop them. And then I would catch her from the side of my eye. She was mouthing to the other girl, your mother's a liar. <laughs> it was just, it was a mess. I thought for sure I was going to get a nasty parent email from that one. Didn't, surprisingly enough, didn't. I think that sometimes the parents realize they're a bigger fish to fry. I just wish that they thought that thought more often because these nasty parent emails, let me just tell you what, no time for them. God, let's get into them, shall we? This first one's fantastic. Now, let me tell you what, there is often, you know, weirdness when it comes to teaching sex ed. And if you're not a teacher, you should know that the parents often have an out. You send home a little sheet and they can opt out. So the kid pretty usually just sits in the hallway while you're teaching sex ed. So this teacher sent me her parent email and it's not nasty. It's not scathing. It's not even rude. She's just being very matter of fact. But apparently she sent home the letter about the fourth grade human growth and development class. And the email came back from a parent and it said this. Student is asking me to sign the paper to opt out of this class. What exactly is it? We live on a farm and have already had weekly discussions about how her body will be changing. I would prefer to be the one talking to her about sex. She has already witnessed our bull, rabbit, and rooster all mount their partners. <laughs> Could you imagine getting this email? Like what? Like the kid already knows what's happening. Oh, God bless the farm children. The farm children are the smartest ones. They know what's going on. You ever had farm kids in your class? I have. They're great. They just run around. They know how to get into mischief. The farm kids are the craftiest ones, too. Farm kids know that you can turn anything into anything. They don't need fancy toys. They don't need a basketball hoop. You put a box in the middle of the playground, they're going to be like, this is a house. We're playing house. God love the farm kids. But it's funny to me that this parent is like, um, I'm going to be the one to talk to her. But just so you know, she has watched our bull, rabbit, and rooster all mount their partners. I love how we say their partners. Are some of these animals a little homosexual? <laughs> Are they? We don't know. Also, a little bit of back tea on this. This girl has also experienced childhood trauma. This is how I know. I used to volunteer at a farm in middle school for like my honor society hours. No, was it honor society? It was either honor society, student council, or community service hours. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, not community. I wasn't in like a juvenile delinquent. I, although I very likely could have been. I just never got caught. We'll just leave that there. Anyway, I did my community service at a farm that my parents had to like drive me to every Saturday and I helped out. And one time I saw the chickens trying to make more chickens. Let me tell you what, it is violent. I at first thought that this rooster was trying to kill a female chicken. The root, I'm gonna tell you how this happens. The rooster, first of all, 
stands on top of the hen on her wings and spreads her wings out. Then he bites her on the back of the neck and like slams her head into the ground. And then they do coitus. They do coitus. And if you don't know what coitus is, look it up. It's a great word. But they do coitus. And then he lets her free. It is kinky. Because before all that happens, the girl chicken's running around and she's like, mm, give me coitus. Mm-hmm. Give me chicken coitus. Come on. You know you want this cluck cluck in the butt butt. Like that is what she's doing. And then he just comes over and he's like, oh, yeah, ram that head into the ground. <laughs> Come on, hen. Ooh, we're going to make a take fried chicken out of you, baby. It's intense. But this parent email says that she has watched the rooster mount its partner. This little girl has seen some shit. Move with caution as you teach this one about human growth and development. Next email. This one's quick and easy. Okay. Sometimes parents tell you a little bit too much information. Okay. Like sometimes you're at parent teacher conferences and they sit at you and they think that they're at free therapy and they just unleash all their shit onto you and you just have to like nod and yes and hope that it's over in the 15 minutes that you've been allotted because there's four other parents down the hallway and this one's sitting here telling you how they were left at a bus stop with in swaddling clothes at four months old and then a pastor came and picked them up and that's how their life got started. Like, it's like, I don't need to know this. We're talking about your kid right now, but thank you for all the like prior information. So sometimes it's just a little bit too much TMI. Like this parent email. I don't know the context. Don't know that they were going back and forth about before, but the parent just responded via seesaw which is like a thing where parents can watch their kids work and you can message the parents and blah, blah, yada, yada. Anyway, they responded by saying, oh, okay, I'm pretty miserable right now with a sinus infection and an infection with my lady parts. What the fuck? What? Okay, this is unjustifiable. There is absolutely no reason why you need to be telling your kid's teacher that you have an infection with your lady bits. We are a lot of things as teachers. We are teachers, but we're kind of also nurses, and we're kind of also counselors, and we're also, like, as a general ed teacher, you're also the art teacher sometimes, the gym teacher sometimes. You have to teach five different subjects. So you have to have a pretty strong content knowledge in social studies, math, reading. We are jacks of all trades. What are we not? We're not gynecologists, okay? I'm not going to sit over here and be like, mm, yeah, uh-huh. You know, um, that sounds a little crusty. I think you need to put some Neosporin on it and maybe some wood chips. I don't know. That's what the janitor puts on things to dry it up. But that's just my professional opinion. As a teacher, woman, Jesus, I, uh, this, this one is <laughs> appalling but not surprising. Anyway, I've talked to you guys about it before. I'm going to talk to you about it again. I'm going to talk to you about Magic Mind, the world's first productivity drink. Listen, when I first heard about this, all natural ingredient, hippie dippy, supposed to be good for you, better than caffeine, all that. I'm like, no, not for me. Not going to try it. I put it off for too long. 
This summer, I'm actually drinking Magic Mind instead of taking my Adderall. I'm not a big medicine person. I don't really like taking medicine, but Magic Mind's all natural with aptogens, nootropics, matcha. So I thought I'd try it out. I am absolutely loving it. It's working for my ADHD, right? I'm able to conquer my to-do list. Bada boom, bada boom, bada boom while I'm taking this. It's erasing my brain fog. I love it. And I like taking something that's a little bit all natural. But I'll be honest with you, most of these things sometimes you put it in your mouth, you're like, this tastes like grass. I feel like I'm a cow grazing in a field. Not magic mind. I enjoy the taste. I prefer the taste. I look forward to it every morning. Listen, magic mind's working for me. I think that it can work for you too. You want to go ahead and try it out? I got a special deal for you. You can get 20% off by going to magicmind.co slash social studies and use the promo code social studies 20 to get 20% off. Again, that's magicmind.co, not com, slash social studies and use the promo code social studies 20 to get 20% off your first order of magic mind today. You won't regret it. Let's get to the next one. Okay. This one I'm actually going to read to you live because the teacher who sent it to me set it up real great. This teacher said, Okay, Mr. D, this is what you need to know. This mama was upset that her daughter was in the same field trip group as her bestie and that we wouldn't allow students to use the bathroom. Clearly, this is an accurate fact, right? That we told the kids that they could not use the bathrooms, no bathrooms all day. My favorite response to this email is the last line. First of all, Parents sometimes just assume that everything their kid is saying is true. It could be the most cockamamie bullshit sentence ever that you just are like, that's not true. And they'll come to you and be like, my kid said that you let a live rhinoceros live in the back of the classroom and that it starts stampedes in the middle of math every day. And that's why they don't know their multiplication facts. And that is where you... You need your teaching certificate revoked. Did it ever cross your mind that um, I don't even know where to get a rhinoceros, sir? Parents just come at you like it's fact. Like, pump the brakes, sweet cheeks. Let's wait a little minute and think about this. Maybe you should come at me and say things like, my kid's saying this. I, it's, it's probably getting misconstrued somewhere. Can we fill in the blanks? Like that would be much more effective. So reading the setup to this, my blood's already boiling. Let's get into it. They are best friends and part of their rationale to attend this field trip was due to them attending together. Also, regarding this field trip, my daughter is concerned that she will not have the restroom facilities during this day-long field trip. I understand that there's not a restroom at the beach and that you inform the students that they may only use the bus bathroom if this is an emergency. I'm surprised that they need to state this to you. However, all children should have the right to access restrooms during this field trip as using the bathroom is a normal bodily function and they should not be made to, quote, hold it or feel uncomfortable about going potty. 
This is a concern when parents travel with their children as bathroom breaks and facilities are important. If you foresee this as being an issue, please let me know and I will be happy to discuss this basic human right with the principal. My daughter was excited about this field trip, so hopefully it will actually be fun even for your students and not something to be suffered through. Girl, I got to get my two cents on this one. One, this was a lot. This parents just needed to like stop, think, process, question, and come back with a politer email. But I'm also going to say this. This email was not even, uh, this wasn't bad. You should read some of the things that I'm reading. Some of the things that I'm reading are so explicit that they cannot be on the podcast. All right. So to whoever sent me this one, thank your lucky stars. This could have been a lot worse. I'm sorry for the anticlimactic setup. You never know what you're going to get. Let's move on to the next email. This one's boiling my blood, boiling my blood. Sometimes I just want to write back to the parents and say, you have too much time on your hands. Anyway, teacher writes me and says, now mind you, Mr. D, that this dad also copied the principal on this email. Here it goes. Dear Mrs. Teacher, I know that you are on maternity leave right now. Pause, pump the brakes. Don't email her. She just pushed a living human the size of a bowling ball out of something the size of a pin tip out of her vagina. This woman does not need you emailing her as she's first of all healing and second of all enjoying the start of her new family. Come on. Common sense, dude. Jesus. Anyway. I know that you're on maternity leave right now, but I just wanted to inform you of a situation that occurred today. Student received a quiz back from your long-term sub. He got a 10 out of 10 on this quiz. See the picture of the quiz attached. And the sub wrote, nice, exclamation point, on the top of the paper. Student was very hurt and upset that there wasn't a nicer word written to celebrate his hard work. This needs to be dealt with right away due to the fact that he is really upset. Please get back to me as soon as possible on this email. Are you friggin' kidding me? Absolutely not. I have students in this class who are dealing with actual childhood trauma, okay? No, I'm not. Oh my God. Okay, can we just break this down? Student was very hurt and upset that there wasn't a nicer word written on the top to celebrate. You as the parent need to sit that kid down and say, buck up, buttercup. This nice means that you did it really well. The teacher really likes what you did. If you want higher praise than that, then try harder. Also, cut it out. What are we enabling these kids to do? What kind of adult do you think you're raising right now, dude? My email back would be, suck it up. Nice exclamation. Or just nice exclamation. I No, no, the, no. Oh my God, I'm boiling. Okay, the teacher texted me outside and she said, uh, yep. Not going to deal with this and texted my sub and said, thank you for going above and beyond and writing a word on their paper. Let's be honest. Sometimes I don't grade all of their quizzes at all. Thank you. I'm so glad you did that because chances are that your long-term sub is probably someone who's looking to land a full-time job someday. As many people who accept long-term sub positions are. I'm sure that getting this email did not feel make them feel very good about their hard work. 
That is a very difficult position to be in. I'm glad that you took the time to write the parent. I was a long-term sub at one time, and the woman who I was long-terming for was a sociopath. She was so injured and pregnant that she was on bed rest, but would still come to the school late, late at night to look at what I did and write little notes about what I could be doing better. Go home, Clorinda. Go home. You're putting your life and your baby's life at jeopardy for a job that literally isn't even paying you enough to cover the funeral bills that will happen if you throw out your back again. Okay? Choices, sweet cheeks. Choices. I can't with people sometimes. Let's do a couple more. Now, this one, I really resonate with this one on a deep, deep level. The teacher writes me. She said, hey, Joe, I'm an art teacher in a private school and was told the following two weeks left of this insane school year. Here it goes. It's right off the bat. This parent doesn't hold back. You need to do a better job. My son enjoys doing YouTube videos for art at home, but hates going to your classroom. I don't know how to fix this, but let me assure you that I pay for my son to attend this school for his happiness and not for his education. He has the rest of his life to learn, but deserves happiness now. Please make sure that you talk to my son and figure out what you can do to be better, to make him perform better for you. If he likes you, he will work hard, and it's just that simple. Then the teacher writes, that's right. She straight up tells me that she pays for his happiness and not his education. This kid is in first grade. Oh, my God. I understand that art is not everyone's cup of tea. However, after asking the child himself, he naturally said to me that the only thing that would ever make him happy would be to not do my lessons, assignments, and projects and just do how to draw videos on his iPad. Fantastic. I can't even. I'm in utter disbelief. And so am I. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit I dabbled in private ed for a little bit. Okay. I actually really liked it. I was in the opposite boat. I had extremely wealthy parents. Thank God they were extremely, extremely supportive and very giving and very understanding. And I understand that I lucked out and it doesn't always have to go that way. Also, the parents at my school were like the wealthiest and you never would have known it. Well, some of them, not in my class, but some of them around the school would very much like to flaunt the finer things. But the ones that I was dealt with, you never would have known it. Just normal, regular people, totally cool, down to earth, love to chat. Just, I was pleasantly surprised. But then every once in a while, you get whack jobs like this. Pause for a quick second, little miss. Did it ever stop to occur to you, parent, that maybe this teacher has taught the entire year in a global pandemic? Do you know what that's like? Do you know what it's like to log on to Zoom to teach a room full of kindergartners, in this case, first graders, and you see 14 cat assholes because the kids are too preoccupied with the pet than whatever the hell you spent 12 hours preparing the night before? Do you know what that feels like? Get off your high horse for two seconds and put yourself in somebody else's shoes before you have the audacity to send an email like this to a hardworking teacher who never gets the recognition that she deserves. But I'm going to give it to her right now and tell her that she is amazing, she is a smart woman, and she doesn't deserve people like you defending bullshit that comes out of that little vagina puppy that you call your kid. All right? You pay for their happiness, take them to the friggin' zoo. But when they're at school, the expectation is to learn. You're more than welcome to take them somewhere else. I don't have time for people like you in regular life, and that's what's up. 
This also is a point where I want to tell you this. I was walking today and a woman was trying to get into a, uh, a parking space that I was walking past. She gave me the dirtiest look ever. I'm now in the phase of my life where if I'm not doing anything wrong and someone wants to try to be rude to me, you're going to know it. She gave me the dirtiest, nasty look and I said, get the look off your face. I'm walking. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm. I'm I could live in New York. I could hold my own in New York. Don't even try me, okay? You're not going to mean mug me. You're not going to send me nasty emails like this and think that you're going to get away with it, which I do have a little trick for all of you guys. If you haven't done this already, the veteran teachers probably have, but listen. When you get nasty emails from parents, this is how you respond. Just type back, call me. That's it. Say, call me. And you know what? That phone, 98% of the time is not going to ring because these keyboard warriors don't have the balls to back up these big words that they took the time to type out on their phone as they're taking a shit on the Porcelain Express. All right. They don't have it. They won't do it. They're not brave enough. It's all bark most of the time. Don't get yourself, don't get yourself caught up in a, some twisted situation but tell them to call you and then say what's up. And all you have to say is, hey, uh, I got your email. Did you want to talk about that a little bit further? And let them run their mouth. They won't do it. They're going to flip on a dime. I did this all the time. And there's, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I just, you know, that they're just like really concerned. And then they're like, oh, presence just switches. Unbelievable. Disgraceful. Get it together. Okay. Manage your shit effectively because this isn't the way you're going to do it. Oh, my blood's boiling. My blood is boiling. Yo, you guys, real quick too. Just so you know, I do uh, bonus episodes of the podcast on Patreon that come out every Sunday for this podcast. There's also bonus episodes that come out for Let's Watch TV, the podcast that I do with my mom that comes out every Wednesday. You can get all that bonus content at Patreon, patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski for five bucks, five bucks, five bucks, five bucks. And that supports the podcast. That's how I keep the podcast going. Super appreciative of everyone who's done that. But this week on the bonus episode, I'm giving you the wild emails that came in that I absolutely cannot read here. No way. No, not a chance. Not a chance that's going to that's gonna be public. No way. So if you want to join Patreon, please do. I super appreciate each and every one of you who do. And I super appreciate that you're keeping the podcast going. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. Let's do one more email. This one, this one just sent me into a different dimension. I sometimes I'm just like, wow, the world is a wild place. That's the one of the best parts about teaching is you, it's like you get a healthy look into what America's actually like because you have just families from all over the place with all different sorts of beliefs and everything and whatnot. This one, whoo, wow, this one. Okay. They emailed the parent and said, good evening. I was checking students' homeworks tonight and noticed that the reading and comprehension page was in regards to these, and this is in quotes, so-called dinosaurs. We would like to know if he can be given another sheet to complete so that he may be able to receive credit for this homework. He did not complete the first page as we've explained to our son that there's no such thing as dinosaurs. It would be much appreciated. If there's any other questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to call. Thank you. I'm um, not going to get into evolution or whatever because 
Well, let's just be honest. (laughs) I'm not here to debate your religion if you don't believe in evolution or if this is even an evolutionary thing. But here is the fact. Dinosaur bones have been discovered on this earth. Dinosaurs were real. (laughs) All right. Dinosaurs lived. Dinosaurs walked the earth. Dinosaurs are part of the curriculum. Please do not send me an email saying that your kid cannot do the reading and comprehension page because there were no such thing as dinosaurs. The reason you sent this email in the first place is because you also need to do a reading and comprehension page. The end. Wow, this podcast really got me going, really got me going. But as always, I want to end by saying hello and thank you to our newest Patreon fans. I appreciate each and every one of you. You too can become a Patreon fan for five bucks at patreon.com slash Joe Dombrowski. That's how we keep the podcast going. A big hello and thank you to Morgan Banfield, Leilani Prince, Rachel Hughes, Betty Stewart, Kimberly Henry, Justice Crank, Gina Nugent, Savvy, just Savvy, Jill Brockshink, Beth Rusher, Kelly Hensley, Monica Spiegler, Marilyn Ten Hope, Suzanne Kerrigan, and Devin V. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate all of you. And again, you can become a Patreon member too at patreon.com slash Dombrowski. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for listening to the Social Studies Podcast. I'm absolutely loving doing this for you. I hope you guys are off to a great start with an amazing summer. Listen, laughter's the best medicine. And after a school year like we all had, you need a good laugh just as much as the rest of them. So check out the website, mrdtimes3.com. I'm coming to a city near you. And I want to see you at the show. Snag up your tickets before they're all gone. I love you guys so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye.